Welcome to another episode of Signal Fire Radio, a show about ambitious leadership for ambitious leaders, where each and every day we set out to conquer the villain of self-doubt by having encouraging conversations designed to feed the mind, strengthen the body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe. Our guest today is the hottest influencer in the game, Elizabeth Hartman, where we are going to talk <laughs> we are going to talk about why your rank doesn't matter when you get on the other side. Stick with us on Signal Fire Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Signal Fire. We have an incredibly great show lined up for you today. If this is your first time joining us, I am your host, Rob Renz, entrepreneur, Marine Corps veteran, small business owner. I'm joined by my two best buds in the whole wide world, Evan the Muscle Hamster Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Ev, how you doing, bud? Uh, it's another great day. I'm super juiced to meet a real life celebrity. I know. We have an actual influencer with us. An influencer. We're gonna let. We're gonna. I can't wait. We're gonna let that. We're gonna let the suspense build before we do. Matthew, how are you? I'm doing great. With Joe Kadanashi in the sound room. How great is it having Joe back there? It's Excalibur. Ex, it's Excalibur. That's your answer. Doesn't that mean like super rad? I don't know. Ev, does that mean anything? Isn't it the name of the sword that Arthur pulled from the stone? It is. I don't think it means anything else. I think Excelsior means some shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you really want to talk about my Excalibur? Hey. <laughs> that's, a, that's an episode in and of itself. Hey. Pulling it from a stone. <laughs> uh, welcome to Signal Fire Radio. We are having too much fun like we always do. We have a real life celebrity in the in the studio with LinkedIn us. LinkedIn influencer. LinkedIn influencer, Elizabeth Hartman. Liz, how are you? I'm wonderful, guys. How are you today? Good, good. Uh, Liz is my LinkedIn little sis. Amen. Yeah. Love to have you, brother. But you actually came to me and you said I was your LinkedIn big bro. Yeah, so it's funny how the tables have turned here. I know, I know, because she is like... Get it together, Rob. I don't really... I don't care. He gets I don't flustered care. in front you, of celebrities. You know, she looks yeah. better in the easy hippie than you, Oh I my gosh. Say. Great call. She's crushing. Great call. I love firm. these easy hippie shirts. Everyone yeah. needs one. You, it's, it's, I think uh, you probably wear it better than we do. Listen, you are an influencer, so please sell this shirt that you're wearing right now to, your, to your followers. It's not so much the shirt. It's the comfort. It's the meaning. It's the F-U, can I say that? Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. it gives to everyone who tells you you can't do something. Buy the easy hippie shirt. You recently had that moment in your life where somebody told you you couldn't do something and you did it. Yes. And then you kind of had a little clap back, oh, as the kids yeah. call it. It was a good clap back. What happened? So I was told that, well, back when COVID, can I take it all the way back? Let's go all go the ahead. way back, back to the beginning. The people. I'm, I'm, we're not talking. This is your In show 2020, now. In 2020, COVID happened. I don't know if you guys know about it. And I had a business where I was not on social media. I wasn't on Instagram. I wasn't on LinkedIn. I knocked on doors. I knocked on 5,000 doors a week. Old school. Yes. Very old school. Had the cops called on me. That's a story for a different time. Knocked on doors. COVID happened. I can't knock on doors. I can't go to Chamber of Commerce events. I can't network. What the heck do I do? So I got on LinkedIn. And I was like, well, I also have a bunch of time because LinkedIn, I can do that from my couch. Why don't I go back to school? And so I got a scholarship from the American College of Financial Services. Thank you. 
They're amazing. They help veterans out, further their education. But then I had a handful of people start calling me, telling me I shouldn't go back to school. I won't be able to hack it. I won't be able to handle my business and going to school and have managing relationships, the whole nine yards. Well, yesterday I got the results that I passed the third of eight tests. So good for you. Yeah. So only five more to go. Only five more to go. So but I was you clapped back. <laughs> You were through like just about 30-ish yeah. percent of it. And you're I like, feeling so saucy. Uh-uh. Yeah. That particular test, I was like, oh, that was a tough one. I felt it. Is this to get your uh, CH? FC, FC, so my Chartered Financial Consultant and Certified Financial That's Planner. That's no joke to get yeah. those DES. So I'm going to clap back after every test, guys. Those DESies. This is a complete different language for me. It like is? Some of, the, some of the, like, you know, I have a financial planner because I'm so money illiterate. Is he a financial planner? Yeah. Yeah, financial planner, advisor. Um, oh, yeah. He's well. No, I mean, I think he's both. He's got he's got uh, certifications. And hey, whatnot. so what was the school that you went to? Who, Liz? Liz. American College. So of the Finan American College of Financial Services offers oh. incredible scholarships for active duty veterans and their spouses. It's truly incredible. Check them out. No, actually, a ACFS. Uh, one of my boys oh. from high school actually went to college. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> Matthew. Never heard him called ACFS. That's fancy. Yeah. You don't have an ACFS t-shirt? No, I oh, don't. We got to get you one. Yeah, please do. It's nowhere near as cool as your easy hippie it's really shirt. Not. What's the what's it's really the not. mascot? The nerds? The ACFS nerds? <laughs> I don't know if there is a mascot. I think it's an abacus. <laughs> an abacus. <laughs> they just they just walk an abacus the out ACSF, to the ACSF ACSF slide yes. rules. You, yeah. get the, you get the math team at AF, AFCS? ACFS. ACFS, my bad. ACFS. My bad. Listen. We are not going to rip on Elizabeth this entire episode. No, you can rip on me the whole episode. Yeah, actually, Let's we can't. Let's do it. Just don't we, talk about the Browns. We can because, Liz, we got we get fantastic feedback. Actually, Ev, cue that one. Um, we're going to talk about that in a second. This ties into a lot of what Elizabeth does. Um, what am I cueing, Rob? Uh, the, the dude who sent you the message in between shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it's all about. Um, but so we get a lot of feedback from our audience, and they love the banter and the camaraderie. Oh, well, then I'll banter now yeah. that I know it's on. Please banter. Well, banter see, away. Here's, the, here's the great thing about you, specifically. You are the first, can we, can we still say female, Marine? Ooh, I'm offended. Are you? Yeah. Do I, is, it, is it? Am her, I getting canceled? Is, is the show going to get canceled? Oh my gosh, yes, Harine. <laughs> Please call me that. Is that really a thing? No. It is but now. It is now. I, it I is love it. Harine? Yeah. Can, can we just embrace the fact that we don't refer to each other as male Marines and yeah. Okay. No, but you will identify uh, me as a Marine. That hurt. <laughs> you heard that? That's the future what? president of the United yeah, guys, States of America yeah. telling and, and, you how you will address her. Yeah, absolutely. Marine. 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 Liz Hartman. <laughs> but it's just, awesome. I mean, the fact that I would not have said that 20 yeah. years ago, probably because I would have said that, well, I mean, women are the outliers in the Marine Corps. And then all of a sudden I became the father of a, of a girl. Yep. And, and then another girl. My perspective changed overnight. Well, yeah, I think it's even better. more important to not say female Marine. Yep. Because it takes away from what your little girls do. They are just as great as every other person. You know, and I saw a post about that yesterday talking about how stupid it was from a like a powerful female CEO about like um, stop saying 
girl boss yes. and stop saying CEO and, and stupid Just say junk. I'm a boss. Just say I'm a CEO because it, it, it takes away from the very thing that makes them awesome. Yep. Is that Absolutely. they're a CEO. Not that they're a woman. Right. Just what you do and who yeah. you are. It doesn't have to be defined by your gender. For clarity, though, we can still say her, her read, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I'd say race, gender, anything. Just if you have your merits to where your work proves yourself, then you have earned the title in which you deserve. Does not need a precursor. Said, Does not need a precursor. Said like a perfect, easy, hippie t-shirt wearing dude. <sighs> I love it. Yes. I love it. I love it. Well, this is unusual, Liz, because we don't normally have our guest in the first segment. And so, I don't know. Maybe we're going to start trying some new things. Is she a guest or is she just... I think she's just... I think she's just... Family at this point? You know what? As a matter of fact, somebody draw up a partnership agreement. How, yes. how, how much of a percentage of this company would you like? I actually can't do that. So, it'd be free. Perfect. Yeah. I would just... Free effort, so, free work, free labor. We got a free influencer. There you go, working. guys. I'm here for you. Here to serve the people. Oh, I love it. Can you take our operating account and double it? No. Yeah, we have to. I be, mean, maybe I like. I can't talk about that. So we have to be careful with do. your compliance issues, right? Yes. Yeah, she's gonna shut yes. down everything. Let's. Uh, we got a couple minutes before we take our first break. Um, tell our audience how you went from marine linguist, terminal lance, to kind of where you are right now. Good story. How fast do you want it? Uh, let's see. We got about four minutes. So you got time. Awesome. So I got out of the Marine Corps. I had three years of college before I joined. So sort of like a common sense. I needed to go back to school, at least finish my bachelor's, finished it in a year. Then I was like, well, I got two more years of this GI bill. Let's go get a master's. Got the master's in international affairs. I was offered an incredible position with Department of State managing international finance programs, focusing on building cooperation between Arab nations and Israel. And then after that, I was like, you know what? I want a little more control over my personal schedule. So I hopped to personal finance. And that's the, that's how you, we got here. You did personal finance when you were in the military? No. Okay. She was a linguist. No, I linguist. leveraged that language for Department of State. And then I managed international finance programs. So that was the jump. You are a leverager. You, intention you intentionally did this? Heavily. Okay. Yes. Tell us how you did that as a Lance Corporal. Wow, guys, this is, I'll start crying if I really talk about Please this. Please do. That's what the show's all about. So I didn't even do a full four years. So I have really struggled with the fact that I ever was able to leverage the fact that I was a Marine. Um, I've never actually talked to anyone about this. You know, I struggle with um, imposter syndrome. I was only in the Marine Corps for three and a half years, three years, six months. And I got out and I was very cognizant of saying the fact, saying that I never did anything. I never hit the fleet. Please stop saying thank you for your service. I really didn't ever do anything. But I did put Marine Corps on my resume because it was something I was proud of. And when people asked me about it, I was just very open and I was passionate. And I told them what I loved and I told them about the people that I loved. And that was the leverage. There's a lot to that story. I don't know that I would call that leverage, Liz. I mean, that was your lived experience. You did it. Yeah, but I feel personally, I felt I should have had the title of United States Marine taken back because I didn't do a full enlistment because I didn't hit the fleet because I wasn't, you know, a goddamn combat veteran. So I felt even saying I, I was a Marine was a cheat. Mm. Putting Marine Corps veteran on my LinkedIn profile every single day I wake up, I feel is a cheat. Um, that's been something I've really had to struggle with. So even that feels like I'm leveraging my past. You would only, you would only been 
this is my opinion. You'd only be cheating it if you were lying about it. Yeah. No, three years, six months, never hit the fleet, guys. Like, I'm not lying about anything. It's yeah, you, you threw very that, pathetic. You threw that. It's not pathetic it's not at all. Not at all. No. This, disagree completely. You put that picture up. It was you and your mom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Standing out. Where was that that you took that That picture? was at Paris Island. Was it Paris Island? Yeah. Yeah, you put that picture up and like the story was like, I was Lance Corporal. I did this. Yep. I turned it into that. Um, let's, let's take a quick break right here because I think it's a perfect segue. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about how you build on that. Absolutely. All right. Don't go anywhere. We're going to come right back with my LinkedIn little sis, Liz Hartman, who's, this is going to be her show before it's all said and done. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Signal Fire Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Signal Fire Radio. I really wish that everybody could be in the studio with us 24-7. Well, we're not in here 24-7, Joe. I mean, we do rage or marathon episodes, but the most, the best thing is that two minutes in between our segments where we get to watch Mylot just dance and do, look at him. What is that, a pop and lock? Hey, can I be can I be Adam if we're gonna be the Beastie Boys? Um, There's only one sure. still alive, right? Uh, no, I think only one passed. I think oh, I thought it was two passed. Uh, Adam one. Yacht, 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 and then know. Mike D. Yoke. Or was it Mike D? Yoke. Who who's uh, who's the third member of Beastie Boys? We're showing our millennialiness right now. That sounds like a Matt question. For Nick's sure. Master Mike, and Adam, and who else? And the other Adam. And the other one, yeah. I don't know. We are going to get so much hate mail. We're off the rails. Yeah, we're off the rails. Including my sister. My sister's probably already signed off at this point. (laughs) Did she like and subscribe, though? Yeah, did she like and subscribe? Katie? Yeah. You better say yes. Apparently, we have, Liz, a very big following in in Orange County, California. Oh, my gosh. How did that happen? Well, uh, Matthew, go ahead. My entire family is there, including my sister and... Actually, my brother just relocated there with his wife, my sister-in-law, Lauren, to Long Beach, and that's technically L.A., but that's just where my parents are from, and yeah, that's where all my family is. That's very heartwarming. We call, we call Matt the narwhal from NorCal. I love it. Yeah. He's from El Segundo. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing here? Got a cool story about El Segundo one day, I'll have to tell you. Do you? Oh, yeah. Hey, Joe, I think we need to... We need to, after we do our one-hour episodes, we need to have 30-minute after-hour sessions where our guest stays with us, and we just we just go. Like, unfiltered. I feel like we could uncork, oh my gosh. We could uncork and just let Liz. There goes yeah. my presidential run. I mean, it's already gone after yeah, 10 minutes. You're canceled. Yeah. It's <laughs> Harine, I'm never making it we'll put up. We'll put up a, let's put up a poll on our social media channel if uh, anybody wants to see us do... 30 minute after hours. Yeah. Yeah. Signal fire. After we actually, dark. before we continue on with our guest, Liz, we're, uh, uh, F, well, you got a note from somebody. Dude, recently. I, so, um, yeah, I saw this earlier today and it floored me, right? Stopped me in my tracks. Um, I had to show it to you right away. So this is from Nathan Atkins, who is now interning as a financial advisor. He's a former, uh, Marine Raider combat vet is he local transitioning soft 
Um, he's in Charlotte. Dude, he should, oh talk, he should talk to Liz if he's yeah, doing financial Yeah, send me this advising. man. Let so, me... so um, you know, Charlotte, huge vet community. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but Nathan sent me a message after connecting with me on LinkedIn, and it said, I think it's awesome what you, Matt, and Rob are doing with Signal Fire Radio. I'm a follower, and I thoroughly enjoy tuning in. As a fellow transitioning veteran, it's great to have resources that help support the challenge of, challenges of transition. And it, and it stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. Like that's, that's the whole reason we're doing this. Right? Yeah. Uh, perfect segue, Liz, into your story because um, you said you were knocking doors and then you decided to said five, start. 5,000 doors a week? Oh my it? gosh. It's that's terrible. not possible. It was, so it would fluctuate. It would depend on, and in the beginning, it was gruesome. It was like recruiting in the yeah. Marine Corps. You just, you didn't sleep. You just knocked on doors. Can I get your number? Yeah, that <laughs> is literally it? what you would say. And you would ask for the number Damn, and you would Bob, look down. Your name. <laughs> oh my gosh, just ask the number, look down. So that way they feel obliged uh-huh. to give it to you. Yeah, oh, all those yeah. cheesy sales tactics mm-hmm. that people teach you. And then you. call them relentlessly. Uh, yeah. Well, so you, um, you had to make a big decision there. Um, it was go out of business or do something a little bit different. Yeah. And there was an even bigger choice on that was expose yourself to what you thought might be criticism for people. Yes. And tell your story. Walk us through how you decided that you didn't really care and you were just going to do it. Well, I've always been, if I'm not recorded, I don't care what I say. I've always sort of been that person. So I was like, well, let's test out the LinkedIn waters. And I, I've been a little more risky, a little more aggressive as time has gone by. But once I realized that I was talking about things that people wanted to hear and they wanted someone else to talk about, it was incredible. So that's sort of how it happened. I also realized there was this huge veteran community, especially post-Vietnam, pre-9-11, that wasn't being spoken to. Someone needed to talk to him. So I just wanted to fill that gap. And, and what, you've, what you've been able to do in filling that gap, you know, like how many, so how old are you, Liz? I know you're not supposed oh, to ask women. I am women. 30 years young. Oh, are you? Congrats. So, so miss yeah. my 30s. You know, I am too. And how many 30 year olds are involved in VFW or Legion? Zero, Zero in our right? area. Yeah. Yeah. And because it's all a bunch of old heads. It's, but now it's we all, have. Absolutely. But you're completely changing that that perspective and that outlook. And, you, and there was a post that you put out a while ago about like, hey, do they have a bar there? And shifting the mentality from, hey, it's just a place where we go to drink to this is a community that we're building, Absolutely. You know, and you are spearheading that. It's been an incredible opportunity. It really is. But as it's complacency kills, you know, innovate yeah. or die. And American Legion needed to innovate. So it's been a wonderful thing to be a part of. There's a, there's a lot of people in this world, Liz, that won't do what you did because of that fear that you overcame. How, how would, what advice would you give to somebody that is facing the same decision as you, innovate or die, to do what you did? I've been told countless times by an incredible mentor that you have to do one scary thing every day before you fall asleep or you shouldn't fall asleep. And so every day I try to find something scary mm. and I do it. LinkedIn was terrifying for me. Opening up about my story on Signal Fire, Signal Fire Radio, terrifying for me. Thanks for that plug. You're welcome. So you just have to do one scary thing. And if you haven't found that scary thing, do it. And sure enough, the scary things get less scary. It's that simple. Hmm. So pressing send was your scary thing. 
I think a lot of it was scary. Recording the video was scary. In the beginning, I have like 600 copies of that first video in front of that flag. It, It's all scary. But then you're just like, at the end of the day, screw it. People are going to like me. They're going to hate me. If they hate me, they hate me. I don't even know these people. And then what you found after you started doing that is that... It was a rad group of people. Like a <laughs> rad group of people. Well, there know, are... You- incredible community on LinkedIn. You breathe new life into, you know, something that, that, you know, just like Rob. And that was why I connected with Rob. Because I was Absolutely. like, I was like, insurance. What, what is he doing? What a nod. I wanted insurance. to be Rob. You know, and then, and the same with you, you know, I was like, you know, financial stuff. That's, that's for old people. You yeah, know, exactly. people don't think about like a, a young 30 year old. They're like, what do you know about that? You're, you don't, you know, you're 30. You don't know stuff about that. And you look even younger. Yeah. On, thank on you. LinkedIn, thank you. you know? Thank so you. It's, it's, it's refreshing. Yeah. And for our generation of people, you know, the people who are retiring from the military after 20 years, they're 38. You know, mm-hmm. the people who are like me, I'm getting out of for 13 That's years. That's crazy for me to think of right? when you say that. You know, so they're not that, that the age difference isn't that much. But to see someone in our age group doing the stuff that's like typically handled by older people, right. it's super refreshing. And it's like, hey, we need to think about this. It's because it's not for old people. It's not for, you know, people about to tap into their social security. It's, it's for us too. That is so important. You should move into the financial field. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Matthew. No, I was just going to say you articulated very well the feeling and the vibe and the aura that I got at the last chapter meeting, Wilmington chapter for NC Vet Biz, when we were at the VFW on Carolina Beach Road. It had, and a lot of it is nostalgia just to me because my grampy was World War II Navy guy. He was at Normandy, but just the, the smell and the feeling of being in the VFW, it was like, I don't know, invigorating, igniting, but it just felt kind of like what you just articulated. And then plus what Liz has been doing as her, you know, the leader of her, her, yeah. is it American Legion or VFW? American Legion. So let's go, let's go there. Um, Cause this is an interesting topic and I want to, I want to have this conversation. Matt was born in 1980. You're, you're born in 1990. 90. Uh, before I ask my question, are you a fan of Top Gun? Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, she doesn't like Top Gun either. It's like, eh. No. <laughs> yeah! Is that the right answer on that one? Uh, no, it's not. Uh, Actually, Top Gun is the, the greatest answer. the greatest movie. I mean, is it? Of all time. Yeah. Uh-uh. Easy hippie. All right. Evan's face is so pained right now. I, I Do you could, not like it? I'm no. not. I'm, I'm a it. notorious Top Gun hater. Oh, see, I'm here for you, Evan. Last right. week's, la- last week's you. guest, though, said he looked like Tom Cruise. So. No, he doesn't. Anyways, I don't, I don't. want to get, I don't get no, too... Don't. I think we're the same height, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tiny, tiny Tom Cruise, tiny, tiny yeah. Evan Anderson. We stand on boxes. I don't want to get too far off track with this because... I would get off Thanks track a lot, with Joe. This. It's huh? Top Gun. Top Gun is part of my 23 chromosomes. <laughs> can, somebody, my DNA. can somebody Google how many chromosomes Matt has? <laughs> it's it's going to be short a few. Well, the, the question I wanted to ask Liz and Evan, because you two are both born in the 90s, do you sense that there is a changing of the guard right now 
in in the veteran professional community? Absolutely. 100%. And my biggest challenge with it is that the changing of the guard thinks they have to reinvent the wheel. There is this incredible system there to support you with more money than they know what to do with quite often at some of these posts. Go in, fix the system that's there, tweak it a little and make it your dream system. We don't need to create a million more veteran organizations. Okay. How do we get more people like us to the American Legion, the VFW? Go say, I want to be involved, sign up and then say, I want to be on the board. That sounds a little too easy. It's so easy. Well, and then like 15, 70 year old men will be like, what? <laughs> of course to you. You know, you know how to use the Facebook? <laughs> Literally, yeah. Evan, yeah. that's how I became. I went in the beginning and I was like, you guys don't have a good Facebook presence. Let me take over the Facebook. And they were like, who is this person? <laughs> Next thing you know, I was vice commander. Heard, understood. And that's why I joined the Marine Corps League. But is there not some responsibility with the VFW and the American Legion to innovate a little bit? Or is that responsibility on us, in your opinion, to do it for them? I would say for my post, it's been on all of us. I came in with ideas. They came in with ideas. They shot down some of those ideas. They loved some of those ideas. It's on everyone. And that idea that responsibility, it shouldn't be on me. It should be on someone else. That's BS. Responsibility is on all of us. Come together as a team and fix it. Yeah, so... As a civilian, I was a part of the Sons of American Legion back in the day. Mm. Love it. And we need more of you. One of the more uh, memorable experiences of my life playing ball was with American Legion Baseball. And then now with the radio program I do here at the Big Talker, I've connected with the different American Legions around the area. One time, you know, like she said, young person walks in, knows how to send an email. <laughs> yep. Gave me a framed award for coming in. That it's, it's in the, it's in the, it, oh, it's, it's right it, behind us. Oh, it it's is. right oh on the wall. <laughs> and did Thank that you. not warm your heart? The best. The See? Best. Love those dudes. I just got major you all to sign award, up. by yeah. the way. Has a major I'm an American award. Legion for life. VFW too as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, Joe, it's about community. No doubt. For sure. Um, and Liz, I, I think I agree with you. It is on us to do it. Um, what would your what would your pitch be to somebody who's listening to this and is like, nah, I'm I'm too cool for that? Because you're an influencer and you're a very cool person. So no one is too cool for the heartwarming feels you get when you are handed a printed out piece of paper Dude. from the oldest printer in existence and put in the cheapest frame in existence. The feelings you get, no, no one's too cool for community. And what people skip over so freaking often is there's going to come a time in life where being cool isn't going to matter. Having people around your side is all that matters. And American Legion, those guys are... They're there with one another until the very end. Well, it's just like it's just like Matt said when we when we went to the VFW here in Wilmington, it was like you were home, you know. Oh, and there oh, was there I get, was like I get chills. there was old guys at the bar, and then there was you know multi generation vets there for NC Vet Biz, but there was like the smell of stale beer and like the old ski ball machine, and all you hear is like laughing and profanity and <laughs> typical like grunt stuff that we're all used to that that's that's you know you feel that sense of belonging immediately 
And we're all lying if we say we don't miss that. And we're 100%. Every single vet you talk to, they're like, I miss the camaraderie. I miss mm. the brotherhood. I miss the community. It's there. You just have to join. When I went to order a beer at the bar, or actually I was buying a beer for Evan. Uh, yeah, anyways. <laughs> so when I was there, there was probably five or six dudes sitting at the bar. And they just had this look of like, they were happy and they were with their tribe. They were, you know, where they wanted to be. But one of the more nostalgic things to me is I've never mentioned this. Um, but when I was in high school, I, I was applying for the Naval Academy and I was part of the, it's called the U S Naval Sea Cadet Corps. And it's basically like ROTC, but it's not affiliated with any school. It's just like a city or a region that you're in. And we used to, you know, growing up in the Bay Area, we would go do training evolutions at Alameda Naval Air Station and Treasure Island. And when I walk into a VFW, it just reinvigorates the experience that I had when I was a sea cadet in high school back in the late 90s. And it's just, I don't know, it's an experience and a feeling that doesn't parallel with anything else. And I embrace it. And when I see Liz's posts, um, it just makes me want to say, like, dude, yes, let's do this everywhere. Or, or like your your IHOP posts. Oh my gosh! So everybody loves going IHOP with Liz. <laughs> so stoked to see those posts because I'm like, this is this is literally like, you know, three wars, four wars oh, worth of we have worth a Canadian of service veteran. members, and that's so amazing to me. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny that we break down our generations by war, yeah. right? Like it's almost messed <laughs> hey, up. Everybody but, does it. But that's so cool to me because there's no, you know, there's no ageism. There's no, there's nothing, no, there's no barriers there. It's just, hey, we all have this shared experience. We're all here now. And that is like, those absolutely like give me chills to see you've been able to do something like that. And I talk about this a lot, especially with the hike. People need a date to look forward to. Right. That sounds so silly, but they need a day in time to look forward to. And Tuesday IHOP, it's a day in time. <laughs> and they're going to make it to Tuesday IHOP. I live for Tuesday IHOP. So I'm I'll glad we have it. I'll go anywhere with Liz. I'll go anywhere with Liz. Where's she taking me at this point? I mean, let's, literally. Let's, let, let's roll. You guys have the same t-shirt on, too. So. We do. Yeah. We all have it on. Three easy hippie tees just sitting around it's the campfire so, right Charles now. Charles would be so proud. He would. Oh, Charles. Shout out to Charles Wells, our buddy. Oh, Charlie. Country is a wash tub. Um, so, okay. So if I'm hearing you right, Liz, because uh, I've thought about this. I thought about do we need to let American Legion, VFW, Marine Corps League, DAV, do we need to let those reach their natural conclusion? And then our group, the post-9-11 veterans, who were really coming into our own professionally, I don't think anybody can deny that, um, should we start our own things? It sounds to me like you say, don't, Heck don't, no. don't fix what ain't broken. And it's interesting that you say post 9-11, because typically when we hear that, we're talking about the GI Bill. Mm -hmm. GI Bill created because of American Legion. Mm. So if you want that. Seriously? 1,000%. Whoa, Vice Commander the American Legion, not the VFW. It was the American Legion. <laughs> oh, okay. shade. Throwing uh, sauce. That is leverage. That is connections that our generation, it would just take so long to get. American Legion, they're on Capitol Hill every single day lobbying. Mm. 
why destroy that? Why not partner with that? These people understand and they want to be used. They want to help this generation. Use them. Mm. Don't use them, but like use them, (laughs) leverage them. It's all about the inflection in your time. Use them. Use them. Don't use them. Um, all right, real quick, we're going to we're gonna take a break here in about a minute because um, none of what you have said thus far is squaring with the imposter syndrome that you still struggle with. Yeah, I think you're having, I think, I I think, think you're an some, imposter about having imposter no, syndrome. No, I- Cognitive dissonance. I going. separate them. Okay. 100%. How? how? I'm, I'm a volunteer for American Legion. Oh, so that's, <laughs> you know that's I mean? you're just a girl giving her time. Uh, volunteer is how I- is how I deal with it in my brain. Okay. So for somebody else that's out there though, that's like, I, I, I only did four years, got out as Lance Corporal Corporal. I don't feel like I deserve to be involved with these organizations. Clearly. Look at me. Yeah. And that's the beauty. Even though I struggle with it, I was medically separated. I didn't serve four years. Life is my freaking oyster. I'm going to do whatever I set my heart to, whatever I set my mind to. You can be commander of the big American Legion. You can have the most beautiful career you want. You just have to go for it. And don't let the struggle of your past hold you down. Heard. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a real quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to do our final segment with our super awesome guest, Liz Hartman. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Signal Fire Radio. Matt, your question of the day. Is this uh, the ultimate uh, montage song of all time? I'd be lying if I said no. It's, yeah, it's very close. You tell me, you tell me a better montage song in the history of of montage songs and I'll call you a liar. There is not a better montage song. This, and then you it, hate Top Gun, so this is not, not from Top Gun. This is listening. from Scarface, you plebe. <laughs> no, this is right when he got out of the little concentration no. camp in Miami. And he yeah. started to like That would be Scarface, yeah. not Top Gun, yeah, you maroon. Um, I know Goose it was, was not in a concentration camp in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> in Top Gun. And it was a refugee camp. It was a refugee from camp. From Cuba. From Cuba. Scarface is a fantastic movie, too. Liz Hartman is a fantastic guest. Hey. Liz, what did you, what, it, would that, in your opinion, be the greatest montage song of all time? Yes. But not because of Top Gun. No, because it wasn't in Top Gun. I know. I just had to say it <laughs> for the people. I was correlating it with Top Gun. The Can, song is not in Top Gun. I wish I everyone that. could just feel my thumbs down that yeah. I'm giving to all the Top Gun fans in the studio right now. Okay. Um, hashtag on all of our social medias, Evan is a knob. Hashtag Evan is a knob. K-N-O-B. Because he does not like Top Gun. Where are my Top Gun haters at? D- not Liz, because she's on. Joe, you don't like Top Gun? Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I was I was nervous there for a second. Joey started pointing at himself. I was like, no way. Liz, do you think this is one of the things that like, are we going to have to start liking Top Gun because the olds like Top Gun? The no. Old, no. We have a movie series. Do you know about this? Which? American Legion. A, what? M- a movie series. We host a movie series. Uh-huh. Conflict Through Film. 
We start out back in the day, and we watch every single conflict through film. Oh. Haven't watched Top Gun once. Because it's not about a conflict. Exactly. It's well, about, it's not about even a- Okay, so question. It's about shooting the bird to Russians. All right, but question. Do you like Iron Eagle? Yes. I don't think they've seen the movie. I've seen Irony. I have seen Irony. <laughs> why why was that these? silence so long? Okay, that was stupid. Being a Marine, if you don't like Top Gun, you're not going to like Iron Eagle. That's, I mean, like, it's a movie. The Top Gun's about the Navy, Matt, so you kind of just collapsed your own argument. You know what movie gets support. me going? Black Hawk Down. I don't know why. Black Hawk Down. I could is, watch it on a day off. Well, um, my favorite. Monica's the, in love with, uh, what's, what's the, the actor? Josh, Josh Hartnett. Hartnett. Josh she Hartnett. him. Josh Hartnett. I don't watch it around. He was good for a little while. Yeah, I mean he's no Jake Gyllenhaal because we oh, all know he that, is not a we, Jake Gyllenhaal. We all know that Jarhead is the most accurate of Marine movies. You don't ever. think Heartbreak Ridge is more accurate? <laughs> no, Jarhead was an. Oh, awful was that a joke? Movie. Oh, okay. Jarhead. Heartbreak Ridge was on our conflict for film. That's series. a banger. It's about it really it Panama was. or Grenada. Yeah. I can't remember. One Incredible of film. Hang on, I got to show you. I got to show you this meme. Oh, this actually, you've already seen this meme because this was on your timeline because you're an influencer. But one of your connections. Sent that. Yes. One of my incredible connections put that on my timeline. It was hilarious. It says, I'm here to kick ass and, and eat, eat crayons. crayons. And I'm all out of crayons. Evan, what is y'all's tasty treat in the army? <sighs> I don't think we have a, a crayon equivalent. <laughs> Not a crayon equivalent? No. I, I say, I call people rock biters a lot, but I think rock that's- Rock biters? That's more so because of- They don't I'm have a, teeth? No, I'm a huge NeverEnding Story fan. Okay. You know, the rock yeah, biter course, was like yeah. the big dumb- oh, Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So rock biter. So anybody who does not meet your psyops level of intelligence. That's everybody. Called the rock biter. <laughs> yeah. And you dare tell me you're not Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <gasps> Isn't he? Did you just say it? Yeah. I so did. so Do you I've, guys watch Always Sunny? Uh we, oh, Matt we need doesn't. to discuss this. Uh, uh yeah. Derivative. Um so no, so I've I've got that before and I've also got um Did you guys ever watch Rescue Me? Yeah, of course. With Dennis Den- Leary, Dennis Leary's awesome character yeah. from Rescue Me. Yeah, I was in, I was, at, I was at Camp TQ on was the S Drive, just watching Rescue Me. One of my and favorite Tuck. series. Uh, FX just has has the show. FX has sure. some good ones. All right, yeah. I can see you as a Dennis. My husband is Dennis. Totally Dennis. Hanky. Hanky. Yeah. Shout out Hanky. For, Forrest Hanky. <laughs> yes, that's the best name ever. Yes. Liz is my client. I so and I'm yours now. Um, she, I'm it's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, hey, I need your husband's information. She sends it, and it's Forrest Hanky, and I was like, man, that is just, it's a good name, a comically strong great, name. That's old old money name, <laughs> yeah, right there. yeah, it's a strong name. Uh, all yeah. right, we're gonna get back to business here. Um, so we've been talking about you dealing with feeling like you didn't do enough, yeah, and then turning that into personal success, absolutely. Um. And you still, I, do, I still don't feel like you're utterly confident in the impact that you're making. I think that's good though, Rob. Honestly, I think okay. I worry that one day I will be like, I'm so influential. <laughs> Listen to everything I say. Yeah. I, I like where I'm at. I know people will think that you should be super self-confident. I, I think I am a confident person. But I like where I'm at. I think you it's a sweet spot. You are a Browns spot. fan, yeah. Yo. <laughs> the most loyal people. Yeah, that's got to be tough it on is. the ego in general. That's why I'm so cocky. Yeah. I I relate a lot to Baker Mayfield, but that's for a different time. We'll let you know if you get to that point where- Where I'm too cocky. You're cooler than- you Yeah, think you're I cooler really than I really am. You really yeah. are. 
Yeah, but like, rank doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't. And I think I'm the perfect case study for it. So why doesn't rank matter? Because that's what I really wanted to talk to you about. So you can look at rank not mattering from a lot of sides. If you got out as a Lance Corporal, if you got out as a PFC, as a private, the world is still yours. You have to be willing to work for it. You have to be willing to put in the grind, put in the sweat and tears. The world is yours. On the flip side, if you get out as a master sergeant after 20 years, your rank doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. you, you have to put in the sweat and tears. You have to put in the grind. You have to be able to work. Yes, it looks really great that you have the experience. I'm not trying to take away from that beautiful 20-year career, but you can't rely solely on that. I think this is uh, interesting because you and I, we, we are, and Evan and Matt, all of us in this room, we're all a part of a little community on LinkedIn. Yes, it's so cute. And uh, there's some people on there who we love. Literally, I love them to death. I've never met them in, per in person. I would fly to them in a heartbeat yeah. to take care of their family. Char Charlie Wells, Scott, yeah, Duncan, Scott Duncan, Rich, um, Teresa Larson. Yep. I could just go on and on. On Amy and Forsyth. on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All of them are very different from you and me, though. Yes. You in particular, um, Sergeant Major, Lieutenant Colonel, Major, Major, Scott Bellamy, helicopter oh, pilots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what the, about artist, the artist formerly known as Al. Al. <laughs> AI Bellamy. If you're not following Albert Bellamy on Please LinkedIn, do. you're Albert missing is that dude out. on LinkedIn. Savage. He so is, sorry, He Captain. is that dude. He was so great. He came to my office to get some suits for Suiting Warriors. And it was like, he like strolled in, a total IT guy, came walking in like Steve Jobs. And was like, man, I feel like I'm in front of a celebrity right what now. What was he like? Because I didn't work with him for that. Uh, well, he wasn't there that day. He couldn't make it that you guys day. Did, you guys did the walk, right? Though the the ruck that you guys wasn't. He did. No, she knows that. But that was yeah. after that first yeah. moment. And now he, okay. Al is a celebrity, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's in it. Dude, he, <laughs> he feels it. He's big. He's big time. But we have all of these people yep. that have far exceeded our careers. You know, oh, I did 100%. eight years. I got out as a sergeant. My my. I think like you, my job was unique and I think that's part of what my appeal is. Yeah. Um, but all these people respect you, Liz. So like a lot. Yeah. And I do think, I, I think the thing that has made me stand out is like you said, I never lied. I never said, oh, I was a Lance Corporal that did so much. <laughs> no, I've, I'll always say, I didn't do it. I didn't even hit the fleet guys. Um, what You asked me earlier what song I would choose. I, I was like, What's combat like, guys? <laughs> I think they respect that. I think they respect the honesty. And I hate to say authenticity, but it's super freaking important. You have to be real. And that's what I think a lot of people lack. Evan, as you're somebody who's getting out, you're still in and you're on your way out. Um, I want to make sure I, I categorize this right or I frame this right. Um, from somebody who's still in Army looking at this sea of people that you're connected with on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. does rank matter at all no. to what they're saying to you? No, no, because I, I have gained more value from people who I had no clue what they're, I didn't know that Liz was a terminal lance. I did not know that, right? And then there's some people who were E9s and I think they're completely full of crap. Mm. Because their mindset is that of, I was an E9. Everybody listened to me before. Everybody's going to listen to me now. I have 20 years of experience. I have 30 years of experience. And they carry that with them into 
their their you know LinkedIn influencerness or into their career that they really didn't work for because they just kind of are doing the same thing that they did that they did in the army or in the Marines or, you know, whichever service. Um, so no rank absolutely doesn't matter because some of the most powerful voices that I've heard, um, you know, they may have got out after one term. They may have got out after, after 10 years, I'm getting out after 13 and, and you know, that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything because a lot of that stuff. Yeah. You, we develop a lot of soft skills in the military, but guess what on the, on veteran is veteran on a resume and and beyond that like you have to bring more than that to the table you can't just you know i i've i've mentioned before that in any community that you go to and it's horrible and soft in particular it's it's split right down the middle right and there's those who hold it up and there's those who hang from it and you can tell right away who's who and those who hold it up and hold up who they were they're the ones who are successful, but the ones who are hanging from it and hanging from what they used to be and hanging from their rank and their status from when they were in the service, that shows itself pretty pretty early on after meeting them. So I've, I've unfollowed a few well, recently. Dude, dude, that totally resonates with me because I feel like when I, I mean, in 2008, when I was done with the Marine Corps and going back to the civilian side, it wasn't like I was beating my chest, like, oh, you know, I'm a I'm a guy that pick up staff sergeant in the in the reserves, um, but I assumed that the accolades and everything I accomplished and advanced through in the Marine Corps would would resonate with whoever and be like, oh, we're gonna hire this guy, and you know, unfortunately, and I say unfortunately just because it was unfortunate on my side because I didn't have the hindsight to, I mean, and I've talked about this before. I talked about it this morning with Joe on the radio. I, I, I didn't have that, Matt, you need to pause, reconnect, find yourself. And it was, it was cause I didn't know what I didn't know. And, um, you know, I became a cop because it, it just seemed a natural transition, which is funny because the whole time I was in the Marine Corps, I, I was like, dude, don't become a cop. Come on. Like go. <laughs> Those guys are narcs. <laughs> yeah. And then I become a cop. Um, I became the thing that I hate the most. And I, I mean, trust me, I loved my seven years and almost eight years in law enforcement, but at the same time, um, you know, it took a toll on my, my marriage and on my family. And, and you had to live in California. Ugh. You in Sacramento. It's so Scott moved to North Carolina. It's so beautiful, and that's it. Everything else can go. Um, yeah, but Lit- I, sorry, go ahead, bud. No, I was just <clears throat> so I was just adding to what Evan was was talking about, and um, don't do that. I'm just saying, you know, from a guy that spent you know a handful of years in the Marine Corps, don't do that. Don't just be oblivious and assume right. that. Oh, they're going to see I was an E6. People don't know what the hell that is. Right. Liz, did you get a chance to chill um, after your after your three and a half years? I went back to school, so I would call that chill. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like um, that time away granted you the clarity to be the strength that you are right now? Yes. And no. That's okay. a tough question. 
Okay. I think for my bachelor's degree that first year out, I didn't know what I was doing. I was trying to find myself. So in that way, absolutely. I had to find myself. And then after that first year, I was like, I, I have a path. Like I see what I want to do. So in that case, absolutely. So I, I want I want to ask you, bring up again where this imposter syndrome is coming from. <laughs> we oh my gosh. We it's can't the, move on because, from it. Yeah. Because it's the title. Because I don't, where is it though? Because get, like getting to know you over LinkedIn, right? Air quotes. And then learning who you are now and hearing more of your story now. I'm trying to figure out like, to, to me as someone who's going through this transition, I'm trying to figure out like why you, as you, Liz Hartman, could ever feel like you aren't enough. Oh my gosh, I have goosebumps again. That... It's the title. I mean, Marines, once a Marine, always a Marine. I get it. I hear you all saying it. But for me, when I look at Marines, I'm looking at those hard charging mm. bleepity bleepities that do so much cool bleepity. That wasn't me. And so that's why I feel like I'm not that. How dare I? And I mean, I'd come from it from a point what's of respect. That, how what's dare that you I? always say, Rob? What? I what's say that, some awesome what's things. What's that, uh, that, that Teddy quote that you always that you always reference? Teddy Roosevelt? Yeah. What's that one thing? I'm on the spot and I can't remember it now. Comparison is the thief of joy. Oh, yeah. Comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, that's true. Well, (laughs) but but, so if once a Marine, always a Marine, that's not an exclusionary statement. Oh, I feel like there's a comma and then like my story behind it. And then Liz. Except for Liz. Once a combat Marine, always (laughs) a combat Marine. Yeah, it's not. You are not a rifleman, Liz. Yeah, it's not exclusionary. And, you know, we're we're up against, Liz, um, an entire generation of people that won't fit in the same category as Matt, Evan, and I. Oh, yeah. And that's the struggle. That's the struggle. You come into these rooms with the Matt, Evan, and Robs, and you're like, "What am I doing in that's this the, room?" That's, that's the pendulum swinging. Yeah, though. you know, as we as we shift into great power competition, there's not going to be ground combat. You know, probably right. for the, probably for the foreseeable future, and that's something that people are going to have to learn. That even though that they haven't been in a in a tick, uh, uh, troops in contact, they haven't. Thank you. Been, <sighs> they haven't been. Should have asked Matt. They haven't <laughs> been blowed up. They haven't. You know. Uh, done a raid at night okay we all still deal with like really crappy things just being yeah. in the military we all still deal with those those combat stressors the green weenie yeah whether or not you you have had bullets flying over your head we've all felt that it doesn't matter if you've if you you know once you're at your first unit you feel that once you've gone through basic training and you you walk across that stage you feel that no matter what not only the the stress of carrying that which others have worn before you but also like you know, wearing your flag on your shoulder, on, on, on across your shoulders as, you know, a service member. That's, that's something that no one can take away from you, whether or not you've been in some crappy sand filled country. And I do think there are some things to tie together here um, about just history in general, right? We had, like, I look at the World War II generation and I'm like, those guys did yes. it, yeah. right? Yes, it's that feeling. Yeah. That's yeah. a good way to put it, no, Rob. No, I get it. I get it. But then to kind of But level- they, say, they say the same thing about us. I know. They're I know. like, no, you guys wore all that gear. And I'm like, like, no, that- man, you you did you it. jumped into Normandy. No, and they're like, yeah. yeah, but you wore 80 pounds of kit. Yeah. I'm like- We're like that Spider-Man meme with the three same Spider-Mans all <laughs> yeah. pointing at each other. You know? so That is. That's a really good way to put it. But to tie it together, too, with the American Legion and the VFW is that we all feel this exact same 
thing that like I did it, but I didn't do enough yes. mm. because I didn't do what they did. Yes. We've got to get to a point where the conversation amongst the veteran community that doesn't exist. Um, I think it's reductionary to what it is that we all do. It is. I'm going to sign off now. You guys finish the show. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I think you're absolutely you right. Nailed it's, it. it's, it's, you know, no matter what, no matter what you've done or where you've been or what MOS or AOC, your job you did in whatever service you were in, you, you stood up and you took an oath to uphold and defend the constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, right? You, you took that oath and you, you stood up knowing that you were ready to lay down your life for your country and whether or not you had the opportunity to do that. And at the end of the day, you were willing to. 99% of people weren't ready to sign it. Exactly. It's a good point. We are going to take one more quick break. Liz, thank you so much for being here today. If somebody wants to get in touch with you, how should they reach out? LinkedIn. Elizabeth. My name is Elizabeth Hartman. <laughs> <laughs> what about Clubhouse? Do you want them to? Yeah, you guys can find me on Clubhouse, but I'll be honest, I'm much more engaging on LinkedIn. Hashtag Evan hates Clubhouse. Boo. Boo. Yeah. Find me on LinkedIn, eh, guys. It is what it is. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the last couple minutes of Signal Fire Radio. Don't go anywhere. I am State Farm Agent Rob Renz, and I want to help you get to a better place. Visit us online at ilminsurance.com. That's ilminsurance.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Here, Tom Goolsby on the Joe Catanacci Show. People with common sense know that the entire theory of socialism is one big lie. The Big Talker 106.7 FM. With a customer referral rating of 96%, Two Men in a Truck Wilmington has proven time and time again they are the top local choice when it comes to all of your moving needs. Offering a wide range of professional moving services, including local and long-distance moving, business relocations, both full or partial packing services and storage, Two Men in a Truck is dedicated to exceed customer expectations and reliability, quality of service, and care. To start your quote, log on to twomenandatruck.com or call 910-210-0224. Yo, that is going to do it for us here on this week's episode of Signal Fire Radio. Huge special thanks to our guest, Liz Hartman. Ev, anything you want to say before we send it off? It's it's almost like not fair that we keep just having, like, I feel like every guest that we have is my new favorite guest. Mm -hmm. So it's like not fair to the previous guests. Yeah. How do we, how do we pick our favorite episode? We can't. It's can't impossible. Do it. Just keep, we will leave that to the people. But no, Liz was a was an incredible guest, and um, I think we had a great a great conversation. Yeah, I think bottom line with Liz is there's more 
people that did four years or eight years than there are that did 30 or 40 yeah. and went and did, you know, we've had those guests, we've had Pat and we've had Rob and we've had, you know, men and women who have done it for their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just because you didn't do that much doesn't mean there isn't a lot of value in what you did. And more importantly, what you have to offer next. Don't ever, don't ever self-select. Yeah. Don't ever devalue yourself because you only did one contract. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do 20 years to be a veteran. All you right. You stood up to serve. Yep. Matt's in the other room. So we would normally say, Matt, what do you want to say? But he's off doing other things with our next guest. So that's going to do it for us here on Signal Fire Radio. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review. It actually really, really helps us out by showing this show to other people and it might just have that effect on their life that they need in that moment from 106.7 wilmington's the big talker i'm your host rob brands thank you for joining us for another episode of signify radio we will talk to you next week at six o'clock on monday y'all have a good week